The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I still have a coochie cup at home. I got to let this go. Why? But I still have it just in case. No, I say don't let it go. Keep that tradition alive. Teach me, girl. (laughs) Teach me. What do I do? I'm Honey German. My parents are Dominican. I was born and raised in New York City. I love sneakers and I'm a body positive advocate. I'm Carolina Bermudez. Soy Nicaragüense, but I was born and raised in Ohio. I'm a wife, a mama, and a worker bee. This This is is Life in Spanglish. Good morning, Carolina. Good morning, honey German. It has been too long, I feel. I feel like, yeah, a week is too long. I need to see you more often. I know. I like I like to go over to Power, which is where your home base is, yeah. and sometimes just check in on you. But, Please. like, you're always out and about. Pop in. They I can't keep busy tabs. over there on that I side. can't keep tabs on honey German. Speaking of busy and not being able to keep tabs, you were in New Orleans this uh, weekend, know, darling. Can, can we talk about this? Do you say New Orleans? I used to. And then I was ridiculed by my husband and his friends. New Orleans. No, no, you gotta drag it. It's like and and the quarter. Like you don't say the quarter. Oh, I, say I, quarter. I say the French quarter. They say the quarter, and I'm like, okay, so I have to add a U to everything. Like before, <laughs> it's like the wall, like that whole thing. But yeah, we had an amazing weekend. It was so awesome. I connected with my husband. I was off of social media. Good for you. It was just about us. And um, but no, I'm definitely paying for it. I was telling Honey when we walked in that I have got to find a better hold on my alcohol consumption in my older <laughs> age. <laughs> Because I was really going for it. He was out there partying like a rock star. And then I had to explain to people, too, that I was like, I shouldn't be answering these emails while I'm drunk. You know, your one eye is like a little bit closed. No, people were asking about the two episodes for Life in Spanglish. Life in Spanglish. But this is why we tell you to subscribe, boo boos, because then that way you don't have to even think about it. Surprise. Yes, we gave you two episodes last week. We're going to try to give you the two episodes weekly as much as we can. Right, right. Don't hold us to it because me and Carolina be busy out here. No, but you know what I'm talking about? Like when cigarette smoke gets in your eye and it's kind of closed. And that, you're was like trying, you? that was me trying to answer emails. I was like, oh, let me get Mad this. typos. Yeah. Oh, it was just, I'm, Mark was like, what's wrong with your face? I was like, I don't know. It's uncontrollable at this point. <laughs> like, I can't explain myself for anything. I try so. to limit myself to like one drink. And can I tell you the weird thing? 
I limit myself to one drink so that then I can enjoy watching the other drunk people. See, I'm, I'm not, I don't know if I want to hang out with you because I am those drunk people. <laughs> and I did say to Mark, Mark said to me, he goes, if you felt so bad, see, he has to be all logical and everything. Of course. Um, he goes, if you felt so bad, why do you keep drinking? I said, Mark, because I'm greedy. If somebody's handing me a champagne, I'm going to drink it. It tastes good. If somebody's going to give me a hurricane, I'm in. You know and what I mean? they having those yard-long That's things what I'm saying. In, in Louisiana. Yeah, Louisiana's a place, though, that you're going to be bound to just drink too much. If they're going to give me crawfish, Monica, I'm going to eat it. Crawfish, like, I'm not, Monica, what's oh, that? Oh, girl, it was just so delicious. Shut up, Andrew. It was so good. It's basically mac and cheese with crawfish and, like, Cajun seasoning. Mm. Girl, I know. It Here's doesn't sound... I'm not doing a, the best description of it, but it was I, I delicious. Carolina, I don't want to eat anything that I got to rip the head off and then suck the body out of it. You know what? I let them do that. Um, this was a prepared dish. Oh, okay, so got it. I didn't have to do any of that. Because I've seen it, and I'm like, I'm never doing that. You know what they do? They do these things called crawfish boils. I did a boil when I went to Louisiana. Okay, so then they just put it out in the middle of the table. Do you know what I worry about? What you worry about? Poo-poo fingers. Because <laughs> you know people be going to the bathroom, oh, yeah. not washing their hands okay, after. Yeah. You know what they say is the dirtiest thing in any restaurant? What? what Do you know what the dirtiest thing is in any restaurant? It's not the door handle. The table? It's not the table. Why? It's the salt shaker. Ooh, I don't because put salt in nothing. People, I'm well, safe. I am a salty person. <laughs> <laughs> and I like to use the salt shaker. So what I'll do is I'll like wipe it down before I use it. No, in all truth, because they rarely get wiped down by the waitresses or the and waiters. Everybody. everybody goes to the bathroom. You can't guarantee that people will actually wash their hands after. Of course. So yeah. that's where a lot of the- They're rushing um, back for the chicken fingers. E. coli. That's where <laughs> it lives. And so now you know. You know what? Each one reach one. <laughs> I'm teaching you guys some <laughs> stuff today. So, yeah, anyway, um, what were we talking about? My weekend. But it was great. Louisiana. And now I'm back. I want to go back to Louisiana. You know, I did something crazy. I went to, like, the alligator swamp tours. No, you didn't. Yes. And it was, I like, the most raggedy-ass boat. It was called Honey Island, so I had to go. I mean, for the gram only, exactly. just for the picture. Not even, I wasn't even popping on a gram when I went. I went, like, eight years ago. That is so amazing. It's called Honey Island? Honey Island. And I went. The boat was mad raggedy, but I was like, we're here anyway. We're going to do this. And then they were like, oh, okay, here's marshmallows. If you throw them in the water, gators will come and you can see them. Bruh, these gators were humongous. And I'm talking snap. like, yo, they were. I was like, yeah, let me throw my marshmallow. They think it's an egg and they're coming. They were like, and that's Big Daddy. He'd been in the swamp 30 years. Oh, they know them by name. I was like, I'm about to lose my life trying oh, to see an alligator up close. I said, this is not, you know, naked and afraid. I need to get back to Manhattan. <laughs> I was not made for this. Uh-uh. No. Not at all, but I loved it. It's a different experience. What I will say is that, you know, the people of Louisiana are just really so beautiful. They really are. Their energy is, I mean, just their bar smiles. None. I mean, their smiles. Yeah. They were just, I mean, you felt like you were at home. And the culture there is super rich. I loved it. And you know what? We actually, I asked my husband, I wanted to post a picture because, you know, the big thing for, um, the big thing for Jazz Fest is that people spend months working on these costumes oh, okay. by hand. They make them by hand. So these are the, oh my gosh, it's it's escaping me right now. I forget. I don't want to say the marshals, but they are um, basically representatives, right? And um, some of them have like Native American um, themes. They have very different themes for all of them. And there was one gentleman who was just, he had the most spectacular outfit and we took a picture with him. And I said, you know what? People are just so sensitive these days. I don't even know 
if I can post this. It was a Native American costume? And it was um it wasn't Native American but it was in uh, it was like for Jazz Fest. Cuz that will trigger everybody. And that's what I'm saying, but here's this person who is I mean this is tradition. I'm this is culture I'm not the for one them. I'm doing it. You know, I'm not doing any type of cultural appropriation. I'm just showing you this beautiful costume. Absolutely. Here I'll actually pull it up right here. Let me see. And look at this. This man made this. Look at how proud he is. Oh, that's by beautiful. Hand. By hand, and it's like a gorgeous thing, and I wanted to celebrate. I him. would post that, but There's then I was worried that people that. would be like, "Why are you standing with somebody who, you know what I mean?" Yeah, people it's are just, so hypersensitive right everybody now. Everybody has always. a freaking opinion. So anyway, but we had a beautiful weekend. Thank you for asking. Good for you. Yeah. Welcome back. It's crazy how we just go for weekends to like whole another like states and countries, and then come back like, "Hey, good morning. Where's my coffee?" I know. Well, I got back yesterday to Laguardia, and um, I flew. Mm, I know. LaGuardia. You know what? Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something right now it's not a third world country no more over there ladies if you are single and looking for a man what head over to LaGuardia airport because the shift was off and honey I was like what is going on around here hold on the the guys that were working or the passengers looking like the village people in their construction outfits coming out looking so hot yes honey Bella lives 10 minutes from LaGuardia she needs to go there and pretend like she's gonna get some lunch Mm -mm. I'm gonna tell her to buy a bicycle she needs to ride by them with some tight pants talk about exercising honey it was it was a target rich environment like of just hot men they look tired they looked like like they were dirty they needed a beer they, will they tie needed you a up woman thank you yes Got it was it. so good and i felt I feel guilty i was with my two boys i was just like hold on no one second <laughs> mama wants to make sure she don't run over none of these I, cones i just need to make sure that we're gonna be over in the right uber spot <laughs> uh yeah but no i'm telling you there were some good looking men out there and i was thinking to tell all of my single friends that's a psa carolina find Hello. you a man that is working at LaGuardia right now because there are like i'm not even kidding you there was like 30 or 40 of them they that came is out a all lot of fine time. motherfuckers I'm in one place i'm telling you girl i'm telling you i'm going to laguardia myself put something in reserve just in case my man want to act up keep an eye out keep an eye out ladies <laughs> so no it was crazy but yeah i came back and uh and now we're back into it so there you have it oh my god i i had a, a calm weekend yeah but one thing i did was i did an, an, an interview you know when they email you questions yeah and they asked me a super interesting question they were like what are um, Dominican traditions that you still do every single day? Oh, and I was wow. like, I was like, oh, I got to talk to Carolina about this because there's oh a lot of gosh. different like Dominican traditions that I still do. You really? Yeah. Like what? Like give me, give me. Maybe if you trigger my memory. Let's okay. See. So I still use a stovetop greca to make the coffee. Okay. So that's so, so that's not me. so Dominican. I still turn on the stove. I still use the bustelo and I, and I put it in there. Okay. This right here. This is this is crazy, but. Dominican women tend to like wash up a lot during the day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we have what's called like a coochie cup. And I still have one and I still use it all the damn time. A so coochie like, cup. A coochie cup, yeah. Okay. My husband hates it. He's like, don't don't put that next to me. I said, first of all, you eat the coochie. Why are you worried about the cup? Oh, my God. He discussed about the coochie cup. But I'm you're like, keeping it clean for I'm him. I'm keeping it clean So wait, is this him. like but a he, bidet, but like, and you do it? Is like it a, like yeah. a, almost like, okay. So, so you do it like two, three times a day because in Dominican Republic, it's so hot. Right. And then But you're not always jumping in the shower, but mm-hmm. you want to stay fresh. So mm-hmm. you have the lemisol, mm-hmm. which is the green minty substance, you know? Okay. Squirt, squirt. And then a cup. 
So I still have a coochie cup at home. I got to let this go because, you know, I don't sweat as much and I shower twice a day. Why? But I still have it just in case. No, I say don't let it go. Keep that tradition alive. Teach me, girl. <laughs> Teach me. What do I do? No. You know what it is? They have this thing. It's called like a peri bottle when you give uh-huh. birth. Uh-huh. It's basically like a bottle with a squirt on yeah, the top okay. and you're supposed to like wash yourself because you know th- there's like a lot of things happening down there yeah. and um, when we were leaving the hospital I said to Mark first of all by the way if you have a baby take everything they're gonna <laughs> charge you take I'm not even kidding you there wasn't a notepad that I left behind I took every Tampax Rack every maxi pad but I said to my husband get, t- get the Perry bottles get the Perry bottles bring me that I, need I that have at home. those around it's almost like a bidet because you clean yourself so it's kind of like the same thing but that's a real old school Dominican tradition I'll tell you that oh much. Oh my gosh. See, you talked about traditions. I'm thinking of my Nicaraguan traditions, and all I do is nombre de Dios well, before I leave the house. You and do I the do whole the sign cross? of the cross. Really? And I say, like, bring me, you know, uh, please watch over my, my family yeah. and help us get back together tonight, reunite us tonight, every night. Like, Aw, that's amazing. Yeah. There's got to be. There's got to be. The way I wash the bathroom is very Dominican, too. Why? What, what makes it so Dominican? Uh, well, listen, the whole bathroom got to come out. Everything, oh, yes. everything got to be in the hallway, okay? And then we're going to splash water all over, and we're going to wash tile by tile by hand. My mom was very big on, like, the bathroom has to be spotless. Right. And she'd be like, get your hand in that toilet bowl. Don't play games. Yeah, pero como van a limpiar si todas las botellas todavía están adentro? Exactly. You, yes. That the, sounded the just like the my mother. The shower got to be completely empty. Well, that's the thing. It's like I actually heard myself say this yeah. to we had a cleaning service come through and I actually heard myself in my mother's voice saying this and I stopped like dead in my tracks. I was like, whoa, I am definitely turning into my mother. But it's true. You have to remove everything in order to get it clean. 100%. Like there's just no two ways about it. Like so you're okay so now that we're we're very similar. Now the other day we finished the soda crackers. I I love Goya soda crackers, the one in the green tin. Oh no, tiene and que guardar esa caja. This man. Mhm. I saw him at the corner of my eye walking out talking about recycling. No, honey, I said, are you crazy? The home. That's for the rice. <laughs> I will cut you. Put that back. <laughs> I learned that from my mom. Absolutely. We recycled all these empty containers and and we just kept them. I'm like, okay, this is so Dominican of me. Wait, is that Dominican? I mean, we call that ghetto Tupperware though. Yeah, so, it is like, ghetto Tupperware, do... but I learned it from like Dominican Republic yes. where we would have like nothing. So we would keep everything. Everything but became like a, a, a storage container. It's not like just the soda can crackers though. You know when you have that spaghetti sauce and it's that big jar? Yeah. My mom will wash that out and she'll put different rice in there. And we she'll have the container like store now. I know, but you know what? There's something about it that just makes me feel like I'm at home when I, I'm like, is this sugar or is it salt? I'm going to take a chance today. For real. You know, you never know what you're going to find in the containers God forbid you're making a cake, though. Oh, please. No, you definitely got to taste <laughs> first. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think, like, you know, as far as, like, it definitely goes back to a lot of cleaning things, you know? Cleaning, I mean, yeah. You, you do pick up a lot of traditions with your cleaning. I need music when I'm cleaning. That's something I learned from my Dominican mom. You're not cleaning well if you don't have music exactly. on. Exactly. You know, it and puts it you in loud. the mood. Yes. And Spanish music. And it also, like, I mean, I'll tell my kids, I'll I'll be sweeping and, you know, doing everything. And um, I need them to be out of the room. I need you to be out of the room. Like, yeah. give me my time. I'm trying to make this, like, clean for you. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> no, we're definitely similar in that regard. But I'm trying to think of other Nicaraguan traditions. I'll have to get back to you on that.
You're going to have to get back to me. I'm a little brain dead right now. I'm not even going <laughs> to lie because I'm trying to think of all the things. No, I mean, and I really do wish that I had more. You know, I think that as you assimilate into a different country, you mm-hmm. know, you lose a lot of those traditions. You, d- you definitely do. You know, like my mom used to say, um, what is it? Not bastimento, but it was something else that like my dad would never let her cook something. Well, I, that sounds horrible. But my dad would say it's not a meal unless it has a tortilla. Oh bang. okay. Oh, okay. You gotta put. We don't. We don't have that. They. My, it's not a meal. We don't have platanos on the side. No. Sweet ones, fried ones, mashed ones. And my dad will say, make it a point. Like even if we're having anything, mm-hmm. it's it's more along the lines of like he is not eating a full meal unless he has a tortilla, but freshly made. Freshly. There you go. Get the maseca, honey. Okay. Then you got to get the saran wrap. You got to go around it. My mom taught me. Like, and that's something. But because I'm not married to somebody who is Latino, Mm -hmm. I think you lose a lot of those things. That's probably the case because my husband always be like, are you making sofrito? And that means pull out the blender and make some homemade sofrito for the house. So I think like him probably being Puerto Rican and me being Dominican has caused us to still maintain a lot of traditions because he looks for his mother and me yeah in some ways you Mm -hmm. understand oh this is what mom used to do this is how my mom did it this is what my mom cooked right and being that she's latina i've had to like maintain my latinidad that is strong that is a tough thing to live up to i mean it really is she is still alive and well and cooking her ass off and she can come over and taste test and tell you everything you did wrong. Oh, the competition is fierce. <laughs> I love my mother-in-law, though. I, can I say one thing, Carolina? Yeah. My mother-in-law has been the most amazing mother-in-law, I think, ha- that exists in the whole world. She has never minded our business. That is amazing. She has never asked us for anything. Like She says, don't buy me things. Don't spend your money on me. Like She is the most selfless and, and most caring and most minding her business mother-in-law that has ever existed. She's, she's, she's a saint. Okay, well, God um, love me. I'll tell you about my mother-in-law. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, I'm <laughs> actually you know, very Latina fortunate. mother-in-laws are usually not known to be this way, especially if that's the only son. Okay, girl, I have a Jewish mother-in-law, and let me Ooh. tell you something. No, there there is a uh, stigma attached to is. Jewish mother-in-laws. Oh, yeah, and there is. Mark is an only child, and when I tell you, she is along the lines of what you're saying. She's very independent. She lives in Florida, so I think that that has a lot to do mm-hmm. with it. Um, never meddles in the way that we're raising our boys. She actually loves the fact that God they are bless. like, yes. Ooh, and I, I count my blessings. Now, do I have the closest relationship with her? No, I don't, you know, because I also am very authentic. And, you know, I respect her and I love her as the mother of my husband. But, yeah. like, we don't go shopping on the weekends, but we're I not see. around each other. You know what not I mean? Not around each other, and you still have your mom. So. And I still have my mom, but if I were to call her at any point in time and say, like, oh, I need this recipe, or I need you to help me with this, she would 100% be there. Oh, yeah, and she's never, ever getting in my husband's ear. And I think that that's the most important part. Never. Let your man, let your son be a man. Let your son be, you know, have his own household. And um, and she does that. She and that's does very that for difficult for, for moms, especially moms that have an, that's their only son it's it's pretty remarkable and i do say that because a lot of my friends are like man you got off easy it could have been hell for you and i'm like well thank goodness it's not I you know see hell all the yeah. time i hear yeah. a lot of horror stories about crazy mother-in-laws that are you know busting through the door and just yeah. i'm here and i'm here no. for the weekend and bitch you don't clean right and my son looks skinny and his clothes are wrinkled and then you tell 
your adult son to go and get an iron or find a dry cleaner and cook for himself. There's a Wendy's down the street, okay? Um, I'm about to celebrate my birthday. One just came up to me. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Does your mom play mañanitas for you? No. No? My mother be like, every year she be like, the day I gave birth to you, you ungrateful bitch. <laughs> it was snowing and I had to walk 30 blocks. Did she, she really? Me. She had to walk to have you? Well, she had to walk. When she gave birth to me, there was like a big snowstorm. and She had me at Harlem Hospital. And um, let me tell you the funniest thing. When I was born at Harlem Hospital, I was like the only light-skinned baby. So my mom says all the time, she's like, you're a horrible daughter. If you weren't the only light-skinned oh baby God. born on that day, I would have said they switched you. You cannot oh possibly be my my kid. That is horrible. She tells oh me all the time. Gosh. But she's like, but when I looked in the window, you were the only white one. So I know it was you. You know what? I love how Honey tells these stories. I guarantee you. What's your mom's name? Vanessa. Vanessa has a favorite. It's you. I guarantee you, know what, you for all of the grief I that you're like saying. I kind of like low-key am her favorite you, now. You are her favorite for sure because she wouldn't tell these stories if she didn't think you could take it. Bro, she whooped my ass every day. I know. You needed it, I was though. A you bad look like daughter. you I was it. a bad daughter. I'm a great daughter now, though. Yeah, now you are after you put her through all of that grief. <laughs> Please. But no, no mañanitas, no serenading, no cake. My mom gets very, like, depressed on my birthday. What? Because she says that she sacrificed so much for her children and we're just not good kids, according to her. (laughs) You know, my mom tells me her biggest regret in life is having children. No, she doesn't mean that, honey. God, she tells me this. She She tells me, you know, you haven't had children, but like, that's not a big deal. Because honestly, if I can go back in time and change anything, I would not have had all you kids. Oh, my gosh. No, she doesn't mean it. And you guys are very successful, beautiful young ladies. We are. We are. I mean, Listen, we really all, all of my, my, I have five siblings, like from my mom, and we all went to college. We're all very successful. None of us are drug addicts. Yeah. But my mom just thinks we're not as close to her as we should be. She feels like mom is queen and like queen bee. Everybody should be always, you know, just circling around right. her, making sure she's good, making sure she has everything she needs. And I guess we don't do a good job at it. Well, I mean, I just looking at you guys, what you said, and it sounds funny, like, oh, we're all educated. We're all, you know, this, that we're not drug addicts. I mean, she should take pride in the fact that she raised such she wants Great more, Carolyn. Carolyn, she wants more. She wants it all. I mean, I actually think I need to meet her. She sounds like my kind of girl. She's very feisty. <laughs> like, my mother, she'll be like, esa Carolina. Oh, I'm, she'd Ten, have an opinion on she'd me. She'd be like, ten cuidado con ella. <laughs> me dio malespina. Yo no sé qué es lo que le veo, pero yo malespina. te dejo saber después. Malespina, no, remember I that? I know, yes. So, <laughs> no, my, I'm waiting for my phone call. I'm turning 41 in a couple of weeks. And I just know that I'm going to get that phone call from mom and dad. And uh-huh. they're going to be playing Las Mañanitas. So Vicente Fernández. Who is it? Vicente Fernández. Yeah, yeah. That they play their version. And, um, and then they sing at the end. That is and, so amazing. Do they FaceTime you now? They do FaceTime you early in the morning and it's dark as hell because they're still in their bedroom and they're like it's like 11 o'clock and they're still sleeping but they do that for all of us that is so beautiful and it's a and that's really so sweet tradition yeah and so um, I think that I would say that I look forward to it before I used to roll my eyes and I would be like oh my god here they go again but like now it's it's a very like um, I reminisce a lot. It's a very nostalgic thing. I can imagine. You know? That song so. probably triggers all types of like amazing memories for you. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, that's it. I, I feel like I need to get some more Nicaraguan traditions in my life. I'm going to call my mom right now and tell her she failed. <laughs> <laughs> no, you Make failed her feel to keep bad the on a traditions. Monday. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Make well, tortillas for Merck.
I would, but you know, he's a pain in the ass. My husband like is it? like, no, you know what it is? He's just, it depends on the day. Like some days he just doesn't want to eat. Like he'll oh. just make his own thing. He'll be like, I'll just make a turkey sandwich. When I made like a rocompollo or you know what I mean? Like he's what? just, but he Did you is, see me sweat out my fresh blowout? I know. For you? Are you but, out of your mind? No, but then like some days he'll be like, oh, can you make a sopa? And I'm like, okay, yes, I'll make you sopita. Like, so that's, that's good. Like, so he has his days. He has his days, definitely. Um, But no, what I was going to ask you is, have you found your yourself honey as a woman mm-hmm. apologizing too much no not really you don't apologize i try not to you know i put up a meme and it was like oh when you date a latina and it was like i'm sorry that you acted that way and made me show out on your ass exactly stop <laughs> being a little bitch right oh that was great i did yeah, see that um for me to apologize somebody has to like genuinely show me that my actions were hurtful mm-hmm. but if you'd like shrug it off I'm gonna shrug it off too so I don't really apologize too much and I've developed like a real tough exterior Mm -hmm. can I tell you what's weird it's like I feel like ever since like not to get into politics ever since Trump went into office Uh my demeanor changed a lot like in the street when I'm out and I'm very always very ready to fight back and I'm always very ready to be like that's wrong right why are you talking to this person like that like i am not being apologetic at all i am watching for injustices i am watching for somebody to even come close to my balenciaga sneakers so i could tell them off (laughs) i know people that say sorry when when people do stuff to them i used to be that way no i used to be that way no not in 2019 we're not you, it's funny we never talk politics we, we don't we, we're not going to now we're but not. I'm saying it's funny not. that we've never gone there no um, I used to be one of those people that would like bump into somebody and be like oh my gosh I'm so sorry like or if I would uh, open the door for someone and they wouldn't go through in time I would, I'm sorry and I had to learn how to because I thought about it and I, I've read a lot of books and things and mm-hmm. uh, about like self-care and self-help and everything and it says you know you apologize if you apologize so frequently then it's not going to mean something when you do make an apology mm-hmm. because then it's like if you're just so if you're handing out sorries and, and apologizing all the time then what does it mean do you become desensitized to like what really being sorry is correct that's so, kind of like what i'm getting yeah absolutely and so the other day i made a giant mistake yeah. um asher was acting up and noah had an accident um, he like spilled something on the table and I lashed out and I got upset with Noah and it truly was an accident yeah. and I felt so horrible. I Aww. felt so bad. Oh girl, I cried. I felt so really? bad. Oh, I Why? did. You went off? Off? I went off. No, this was like, I was pissed and like, but it wasn't at him. It was because of Asher. Yeah. Cause you're acting up and this happened. Yeah. Because... And then it happened and then it was like this poor kid had an accident at the same time. Bad timing. Yeah. Right. And so, um, anyway, long story short, I remembered how hurtful it was for me. Like when I remember I was younger, my mom would never apologize. My mother never apologized. Why like, would they? Ever, ever, ever. And so, um, later on that night I went to Noah and I took him aside and I said to him, I was like, buddy, you know what? I said, I am so sorry for the way that I spoke to you today. And I said, um, you know, mommy isn't perfect. And sometimes I make mistakes and it was my mistake. I said, it wasn't yours. And I don't want you to go to bed feeling bad. And, Aww. you know, and I crying yourself to sleep. Like, yes, we did as right. Kids. Well, exactly. Because I used to, I used to cry myself to sleep and then my mom would be more annoyed with me because I was still crying. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was, it was one of those moments where I felt like apologizing was a good thing. Mm-hmm. 
I am living with a person who doesn't like to apologize. Like, my husband doesn't like to say sorry. He'll do everything else under the sun. But say sorry. But say sorry. I'm like, no, I want to hear you say it. It's really hard for some people. It's difficult for everybody. I think that we all have a different gauge of how to, you know, apologize for our actions and stuff like that. And I noticed myself, like, now I've scaled it back. But now when I say it, I mean it. That's good. Yeah. You know, so it's just one of those things where you have to be aware of yourself. Like if you're constantly apologizing, there was somebody who said about women, women are constantly apologizing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was five minutes late. I'm sorry that um, oh, I'm not dressed well enough for this event. Uh, I'm sorry that I, I was um too chatty when I saw you. Last. Stop apologizing, Stop apologizing. Yeah. for who you are. Just exist and own it. Exactly. Yeah. Like instead of saying I'm sorry that I'm five minutes late, um, where I read this article, it said you should say I am so glad to be here. Instead of saying I'm sorry for talking your ear off the other day, I am so grateful that we had such a nice conversation. Yeah, make a positive affirmation right. as opposed to like apologizing for no one's reason. There's I some know. women that say sorry so much. I'm like, stop. And that used to be me. Freaking stop. You don't have to say sorry so much. But do you know how difficult it is for somebody that's in the habit of doing that to I, break I was listening, the habit? I was listening to a conversation. I was over, I don't know where I was, but it was like three women. And they were talking about that. Mm -hmm. I say sorry so much. I don't know what's wrong with me. It's like, I just say it to say it. And I'm like, no. Then it doesn't mean like, anything. I wanted to tell them, like, guys, I need you to, I wanted to be like, hey, girls, stop saying sorry for no less reason. Right. When you do something wrong and you generally understand that you did something wrong, at that moment, apologize. But own who you are, man. It's that I think that's the biggest, the biggest issue, that there's just a lot of, like, insecurities and a lot of women that just don't want to come off aggressively or... Mm -hmm. You know, or how other people might interpret them. It doesn't matter. I, you the know work what? is getting done, and, and you are who you are. Just push through. Be strong. Don't apologize for who you are. As long as you're not doing anything to hurt anyone, right? You're Gucci. Yeah. As long as your intentions are, are pure, yeah. and you don't really want to disturb people, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, as you go on in life, and as you become comfortable in your skin, and this is one thing that I wish I would have learned when I was younger. Because if you're so apologetic about everything, you start picking away at who you really are you know you start saying like oh gosh i wish i wasn't this type of person or and and it manifests into other things so i'm glad that you're a person who owns your sorries yeah i do i i, I when i apologize if i hurt someone or if i say something really 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 foul mm -hmm. which i can yeah which is one of the main reasons i try not to get into arguments and i try not to have confrontations because then it's like all or nothing like we're not coming back from this we're, we're about to have this conversation i'm about to tell you all the shitty personality traits you have all the foul shit you have yeah. done that i let slide right and then after this i'm not fucking with you ever again yeah so i tend to like over go overboard when i have arguments or when i fight with people and if it's somebody i love and i still salvage the relationship i will go back and say i'm sorry i said this i'm sorry i said that like this was hurtful this was out of line yeah but it's only at that point but like every day like if i don't hold the door for uh, three men in a suit i'm not sorry about that shit i am <laughs> rushing and i need to get to my own damn meeting you even. need to be holding the door for honey okay yeah, okay exactly like i'm, I'm not doing that. i'm not apologizing for shit that's not my fault yeah it's so true and it's something that you have to be aware of as you like go about your day and you think about things like 
um, I used to apologize for getting in front of somebody and then I would say, you know, obviously you should say you're sorry yeah. for that, but then just leave it alone. You don't have to sit there and say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Do you want to go in front of me? And then you make it like this whole big thing, you Awkward know? So, well, yeah. So I had told you that Mark, it takes so much for him to apologize. Does Nooney apologize to you? Yeah, he does. He does? Yeah. Yeah, he does. He will come back and he'll be like, you know, you pushed me all the way there. Does it take him days though? No. Or is it like... No, no. He tries to fix things like ASAP. Does he? He doesn't like stuff lingering. Yeah. And we don't really stay mad a very long time. Right. And he will apologize. He will be like, yo, my bad. Like, you really got me in that zone that I hate being in. Oh, wow. You know, I'm sorry what I said or I'm sorry about what I did. But we haven't fought in a very, very long time. It I, sounds I, It feels like... like a year that we haven't fought. Yeah, it sounds like he's like pretty in touch with his feelings or that he can that he can relate he or understand. Is. He is very in touch with his feelings. He can understand and he knows when he says things that are very hurtful. Mm -hmm. He understands. He's weird because he's like a sensitive thug. You know, he's like a, a Brooklyn cat. But then it's just like if I cry, he's like, you're going to make me cry. So it, he, it's super dope. We Not have a good Mark. relationship with that. That's mm -mm. crazy. Poker mm -mm. face all day. Oh, poker face. Like he could be. And I say to him sometimes, I'm like, Mark, like you can be so cold sometimes. Like, That's scary. That, that scares is just me, like, though. No, it's not like. It's not like a scary thing. It's just that he he is no, you know, very convinced that he is right yeah, in this yeah. particular situation, this made up situation that I'm talking about right now, you know, and yeah. he will stick to it until I go to him and say, is this really how it's going down? Like, you're really going to let me go to bed upset tonight? Aww. And then he'll say, well, you're the one who did this. And then I, I say to him. All you have to do is say you're sorry. Just say you're sorry and we'll make it better. Some people can't. You know what I mean? Some it's people cannot a, apologize. I don't know if it's pride. I don't know if it is ego. But I said to him, if you're in a loving, lasting relationship, you have to learn how to say sorry and move on and not go back there. That's the hardest part. We got to work on that, Mark. Mm -hmm. We definitely got to work on that. Yeah. Well, I'll work on him tonight. <laughs> In a good way. I'll I hope. see what I can get out of him. No, he doesn't have to say sorry for anything. He did a great job. I good, mean, good, we, good, we had good, a great good. weekend and you know, so not this week. No, not this week. He's off the hook. So but listen, speaking of weeks, now um we're doing two episodes per week. Yes, that's right. So I want everybody to subscribe. Yes, please subscribe, rate, and that way you don't even have to keep track of like when we're releasing a new episode. It'll just show up It'll and then pop you can up. listen. Yes. And make sure that when you rate us Give us uh, five stars. Please do. So we're going to drop episodes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Every now and then it might be a Wednesday of me and Carolina having a weird week or, you know. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, we have lives too. So, but otherwise, we'll give you two episodes a week. And also, Thursdays, we're going to go to the salon. So make sure that you guys check that out. And also, send us your emails, lifeinspanglishpodcast at gmail.com. And make sure you follow us on socials, L.I. Spanglish, on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, we'll be back. That's See you later. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. 
Listen to Woke F Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 